Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, my love. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. How are you? How is your week going so far? I am so excited because we are shifting into a new season. Here where I am right now, we are shifting into spring, but I know I have listeners all over the world and I know some of you are shifting into your fall or winter season And I just thought that with this shift in season, that it would be a great time to reset your life. For me, it's for spring, but for any season, really. I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast already, as well as on my YouTube channel, but I am doing my goals seasonally this year and really using the seasons as a time marker for me to set goals, audit my life, hit the reset button, detox my life, if you will. And I thought that I would share some ways that you can reset and detox your life for spring or again, for any season. The way I'm looking at this is kind of like a life audit. Audit your life entirely. How are you spending your time each day? What habits are you engaging with on a daily basis or not engaging with? This is a great time to check in with your goals that you set at the beginning of the year and check in with how you're feeling. Look at this like an opportunity for you to hit the reset button. Check in with yourself, see what's working and not working, and decide how you wanna move forward. I took some time to journal on ideas for you and for me, for things that we can do, and let this kind of be a little reset ritual. Before we get into this episode, I would love and be so grateful if you could subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And also, if you have a moment, please leave a written review and a rating. I think you can do that on Spotify as well, but you can definitely do that on Apple Podcasts. I saw the other day somebody left the most beautiful written review on Apple Podcasts, but they accidentally left a one-star rating. (laughs) which I'm assuming is an accident because the review was so incredible. So make sure that if you are rating the podcast, give it, is it four stars or five stars? I don't know, but give it the most stars. I know this seems like such a small thing, but it really does help the podcast out. It gives the podcast more visibility and credibility, and it just boosts ratings, which overall is great for me in the podcast because it'll help me grow this community, which is great for you because the more the podcast grows, the more opportunity there will be for more episodes every week. So if you are enjoying the episodes and you are enjoying the podcast, please leave a written review and rating. And if you want to be extra, which I love, share the podcast, share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram, share it on your TikTok, YouTube, share it. Okay. Thank you for that. 
All right, let's get into these four categories. If you can, maybe grab a notebook and pen. I made some bullet points for each of these areas of your life, and I feel like this is a good episode to kind of write things down and take notes if you're not somewhere where you can write down. Maybe you listen to it now, but later on when you have time, come back to it and listen to it again with a notebook and a pen so you can make some notes so that you can implement this into your own life. Because these are actionable steps and things that you can do that I think are going to make a big difference for you as you shift into this new season. Let's begin with the mind. First and foremost, reflect on the past season. Get radically honest with yourself about what worked, what didn't. Check in with your goals that you set at the beginning of the year and get a clear view of how you're showing up. This is best done, in my opinion, in a journaling session. And this is the type of self-reflection work that we do in the Yoga Inspired Life program. Although in the program, we get a lot deeper, but this is very similar work. Auditing your life in this way can offer valuable insight and allow you to get clear on where you're at and where you wanna go. And while you're reflecting and getting honest with yourself about what worked and what didn't, at the end of this, I like to end this little journaling session on a high note by celebrating and highlighting the progress that I've made and the good things that I've accomplished or achieved or that have happened. The next thing is to reevaluate your habits and routines. Do your current habits and routines support your overall goals and desires? And on the topic of habits, Pick one new habit to start and commit to for the upcoming season. I know it can be tempting to pick a bunch. (laughs) That's like usually my MO. I'm like, I'm going to do these 10 things. That's great, but just pick one. Just pick one that you are going to commit to for this next season. The other thing I want to do and I'm going to encourage you to do is to make a new playlist with music that helps you embody the energy that you wish to attract during this next season, which I'll get more into when we touch on the soul portion, but get on Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and search new music or go through your old favorite songs. And once you get clear about the energy that you're wanting to attract, create a playlist that gives off those vibes, if that makes sense, that helps you embody that energy that you can listen to on a regular basis. The last thing I have on the list for your mind is to do a social media cleanse and unfollow or mute anyone that is either A, just not in alignment with you anymore, or B, isn't making a positive impact on your life. What you see and what you're consuming on a daily basis matters, whether you realize it or not. So if somebody's making you feel a certain type of way that's not in alignment with how you want to feel, or somebody's making you feel bad. It's not even that they are making you feel bad, but looking at their content doesn't make you feel great about yourself. Hit the mute button, mute them, unfollow them. Give yourself a little bit of a break. Or if you find that you are going and stalking your ex that broke your heart on social media, block and unfollow. And look, I've done this so many times before where I will go a long stretch of time, I don't look, and then I go and look and I hurt my own feelings by looking. And that is so unproductive. So for this next season, take a look at who you follow on social media and maybe cleanse your social media a little bit. Gosh, there's so many more things I could think of to write down for the mind area of your life, but I'm trying to not make this complicated. 
I don't want to overdo it. I don't want you to overdo it. I want this to feel sustainable and accessible. So let's move on to body. Number one, get morning sunlight each day. This is such a game changer. I've talked about this before. I've had light experts on my podcast before. I've had a neuroscientist on my podcast before talking about how important it is to get sunlight every single morning. It resets your circadian rhythm, which affects your hormones, which affects your mood, which ultimately affects your wellness and quality of life. Get sunlight first thing in the morning. Not just opening up the shades and getting filtered light through your windows, but get outside. Doesn't have to be for a long time either, 10 minutes. Go for a little morning walk, get some sunlight in the morning. This is gonna change the way you feel, I promise. The next thing is up your water intake. And I have to be honest with you, I have always been pretty good about drinking water, but when I got this giant, I'm holding it right now, it is massive, it is, it's huge. But when I got this giant half gallon jug, at the beginning of the year, I have been drinking so much more water and I feel so much better. Proper hydration is so important for so many different reasons. I could get into them all, but we would be here all day. Just recognize and take in for a moment that the body is made up of almost 70% water and we lose water every day through using the restroom, sweating, etc. And so we need to replenish that water. A lack of hydration affects your mood, affects your sleep, affects your hunger cues, affects how your brain functions, and getting enough water just makes the biggest difference. So in addition to carrying around a giant water bottle, I also love these peak hydration packets and finding ways to make drinking water more fun, like adding lemon or fruit. Trust me, drink more water. My rule of thumb is always half of your body weight in ounces. So if I weigh 100 pounds, which I don't, but just as an example, if I weigh 100 pounds, half my body weight in ounces would be 50 ounces of water per day, okay? So half your body weight in ounces. The next thing I wrote down is to try some new recipes. Get on Pinterest and find some seasonal recipes that pique your interest. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to try out a plant-based diet for the new season or try out keto or go vegan or go paleo because everybody's body is different. But I do think that it's important to recognize that what you feed your body and how well you nourish your body matters. It affects everything. That's your fuel. And if you're struggling with eating in a way that nourishes your body in a positive way, I love the idea of finding some fun seasonal recipes that will help you get excited about cooking some healthier meals. The last two things I have on this list for your body is to try a new form of movement. Maybe you start taking boxing, or maybe you start taking Pilates, or maybe you start running. Find something new that you haven't done before and let it be a fun little experiment and see how you feel. And lastly, connect to your breath each morning. Breath work is something that I talk about in the Yoga Inspired Life program. It is a big part of my daily routine and it can be as complicated as you want it to be. But in the most simplest form, when you wake up in the morning, sit up in bed and intentionally take three deep belly breaths. Let's take one together. Big breath in through the nose. Open mouth exhale. Doing this just three times in the morning will make a massive difference. 
I know it might be hard to believe, but it will. And I think making that a habit each morning will help you tap into your breath more often throughout the day. Think of your breath like your life force, your prana, your energy. Many of us go days, weeks, months, years without ever intentionally breathing because it's just something that our body does typically if we're lucky enough, right? It just breathes on its own. But there is so much power in using the breath intentionally. So connect to your breath each morning. The next area of your life to hit the reset button on, I named soul, which is kind of like a spiritualism, manifestation, energy focused area of your life. Remember just a few minutes ago when I talked about creating playlists around the energy that you want to attract or embody? Here's where that comes in. Number one, decide what energy you want to lean into and feel more of in this next season. So for example, for me, winter, now that I live in New York City, was a time for me to turn inwards and the energy I was embodying was kind of hunkering down, spending more time solo, really head down and focused on my work, hibernating, working in silence, if you will. And now that I'm shifting into spring, I'm looking at renewal and rejuvenation and allowing the seeds that I planted in winter to start to bloom and blossom. So the energy that I'm looking at leaning into is a little bit more restful and a little bit more nourishing and nurturing. So again, decide what energy you want to lean into and feel more of in this next season. And then going back to that playlist, create a playlist with songs that make you feel those things and help you lean into that. So my playlist for spring might be more calm, flowy, chill music. I hope that makes sense. The next thing is to journal on what you want to let go of and release, as well as what you want to call more of in. So maybe you want to release or let go of a habit or a relationship or a limiting belief. And then maybe you want to call more resting time or more fun or more romance. Think about, again, what you want to let go of and what you want more of. Number three is to revisit your vision board and check in with yourself. Do you still feel connected to everything on your vision board? If not, maybe you make a new one or perhaps if you're still vibing with your vision board, take time to add to it. I like to do this anyway, particularly when I'm feeling a little bit uninspired or I'm having a hard time continuing on the path towards what I desire to manifest. I will go on Pinterest and pin new images to my vision board, secret board on Pinterest. So I think that this is a really great thing to do on a regular basis, especially if you're a visual person, but make this a seasonal habit. Revisit your vision board, get yourself re-inspired. Look at this whole seasonal reset as an opportunity for you to reset your energy and get re-inspired and refuel yourself on the path. The next thing I wrote down is to look at your calendar for the upcoming season and schedule in time for things that make you feel good and help you embody the energy of the things that you want to attract. For example, if you're wanting to attract more abundance, but you feel as though you're always in grind mode, doing and leaning heavily into your masculine energy, you might schedule in activities that help you shift into a state of receiving, like 
getting a massage or a weekend getaway or some sort of fun creative activity like pottery or an art class or something that helps you let go a little bit and have a little fun, have a little creative fun versus just sitting in that structured doing energy. Or if you're wanting to attract a new home, for instance, maybe you schedule in time to go to open houses or schedule in a coffee shop date with yourself to look at Zillow or a little trip to the area that you're wanting to move. Think of things that you can do that are fun and make you feel good and help you really take the energy that you're wanting to attract to the next level. And you can schedule these things in once a week or bi-weekly or maybe once a month. Seasons are roughly, what, three months? So maybe you schedule in three things. Or again, if you can do them more often, maybe you schedule them every other week or every three weeks. Look at your calendar, do what you can. But I think that this is something great to do for energy alignment, but it's also fun to have something to look forward to. And I don't know about you, but I have to schedule things in advance sometimes like this or just like book it in. Otherwise, when it comes down to it, I feel like the older you get, time just flies and it's hard to carve out time sometimes or remember the things that you want to do. Like I'll have a list of things and I'm like, gosh, I didn't do any of those things. Where did the time go? So look at your calendar for the upcoming season and make some plans. The last area of your life for this little seasonal reset is your space. And I have six little bullet points here. Number one, get rid of excess clutter. Go through your home, go through the stacks of papers on your desk, go through your scary overstuffed closet. I'm just speaking to myself on that one. (laughs) Go through your junk drawer, go through your closet, go through your wardrobe, let go of excess clutter. This is not only going to help you just feel renewed, but it's also a manifestation technique of creating space so that you have room in your life energetically to call in the things that you want to manifest. Once you've done that, do a deep clean of your home, like a real good deep clean. Take a day, put your playlist on, and get cleaning. There is no better feeling than when the rugs are vacuumed, the plants have been wiped down, your blinds are cleaned, your mirrors are cleaned, everything's nice and clean, your refrigerator's clean. It just feels so good. Number three is organize your belongings. And this kind of goes along with excess clutter, but leading up to the spring season, I have been redecorating and reorganizing my New York City apartment, and it has felt so good. This organizing vibe kind of encompasses the excess clutter and deep clean, but doing this just feels good. It feels like I'm in a new space. I only have the things that I need, want, and use. I have space to call in aligned people and energy and opportunities, and I really just feel like everything has a space and place. And this is really helpful for me because when my space is out of order and disorganized and cluttered and messy, my energy feels chaotic and messy. It's hard for me to lean into my feminine energy and lean into the energy of surrender when everything is all over the place and messy. And to kind of piggyback on that, maybe you rearrange your space if the layout isn't feeling good. Your home or your bedroom or you know your immediate space that you spend the most time in really does and can affect your energy, which affects what you're attracting in life. It makes a big difference. 
And of course, a total remodel is always fun and exciting. Getting all new furniture is fun and exciting, but it doesn't have to be that extreme. Rearranging your furniture sometimes makes all the difference. Once you have let go of excess clutter, you've got a good deep clean on your space, you feel organized, you've got the layout feeling good, take an evening and sage and or bless your space. I'm sure there are many different ways that are very specific to do this, but for me personally, I just like to sit in meditation and creatively visualize my space and just reaffirm to myself that I am in a safe space, that it feels good, that I feel rested and creative here, or you know, you can do the same for your space for whatever purpose it serves. I work from home, so there's different energy that I need to embody while I'm here, but I just think it's just such a nice thing to do as well as expressing gratitude for your space. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Gratitude is one of the most high vibrational feelings that you can embody and expressing gratitude for all that you have, even if it's not everything that you want, is incredibly powerful. The last thing on this list that I wrote down is to refresh your wardrobe. If you have the means to add in some new pieces that help you reflect the energy that you wish to embody, that's amazing. But if that's not accessible, go on Pinterest and find some outfit ideas that incorporate pieces you already have and see if you can style them differently. This is not going to be for everybody, and I feel like this kind of goes without saying, but with everything that I share, take what you like, leave what you don't. This episode is filled with tons of tips and actionable steps, but you don't necessarily have to do them all, okay? If something doesn't vibe with you, no big deal. Take what you like, leave what you don't. But for me personally, the way that I get dressed and the way that I present myself to the world and to myself deeply affects my productivity levels, the energy that I'm embodying. I'm a very visual person. And when I'm feeling uninspired in what I'm wearing or I'm not feeling super confident, it affects the way that I'm showing up and it affects the way that I feel. When I'm feeling confident and good in what I'm wearing and I feel like I'm expressing myself through my style and I'm feeling put together, I just get more done. I get more done. I'm a happier person, I'm a more confident person, and I'm going out into the world in such a different way. Additionally, for me, now that I live in New York City, a new season means different weather. I'm from Southern California, where the weather is pretty much the same all year round, and so I've never had to transition my wardrobe for seasons. So if you live somewhere where you do have seasons like me, I feel like it's pretty much a given that everyone's going to do this, but this is just a great time to kind of review your style and think again about that energy that you wish to attract and think about your higher self and the things that you want to manifest and how can you reflect that in your style and how can you utilize your wardrobe to help you embody the energy that you wish to attract. This seasonal reset is really, again, all about you hitting the reset button so that you can reconnect with what you really want, so that you can reconnect with your purpose, so that you can reconnect with your desires, so that you can show up as your highest self and live your best life. I love the idea of monthly or weekly check-ins, but that's not always sustainable. I would love to do that, but I don't always remember to do that. But a seasonal check-in, I think it gives you a little bit more time between your check-ins to put your plans into action and actually start to feel and see results. 
I used to be a big proponent of monthly intentions and monthly goals. And if that works for you, I love that for you. But for me, it felt like it wasn't enough time for me to actually get into a rhythm. And I know we're only three months into the year, really, but so far, this is feeling so much better to me. I feel like I actually have enough time to put my plan into action. And it's like enough time to actually make a shift, but it's not so much time that I forget what I was doing and too much time has passed, if that makes sense. So regardless of the season that you're moving into, let this be a time for you to check in with yourself tap into self-reflection, even if the past season didn't go as planned, forgive yourself and hit the reset button now. I know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to start the year the way that we're going to finish the year. And if we didn't start it on the first of the year, then it's too late. But that's not true. That's not true. You can hit the reset button at any point in time. And I want you to look at this life reset just like that. Let this new season be the first of your year, if you will. All right, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening. I love you so much and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.